0: All right, folks, we're here for another hour in the uh, chicken and liquor hour. We have a first-time guest, the fam, my little cousin. Uh, we know him as Lil Marcus, but most of everybody else going to call him probably Mark So Fly. The world knows me as Mark So Fly. How well, y'all doing? To us, he's always going to be Lil Marcus. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. He was the youngest one for the longest. Let me cut the light on, man. Uh, in the fam. But now we're here. Back for another hour of the Chicken and Liquor Hour. It is the holiday edition, I guess. We are recording this a couple days before Christmas. Been traveling. You know, we out here. Um, pour, pour me a little tequila before we keep going, brother. Y'all Shout know? out
1: to The Rock. Even though we not really <laughs> sponsored. Terramana. I recommend this highly. Yeah. It's, some, it's very smooth. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. It's, not it's too some bad good in shit. your
1: pockets.
0: It's some good shit. You know, and you know, I'm gonna lie to you. You know, I know my tequila.
1: You know he knows know. what it is, you know, you know, you know. You
0: know. <laughs> uh, so what's going on, cuz? Man, basically,
1: uh, we just, right now, <laughs> if, everybody, if y'all don't know Mark SoFly, you looking me up on every platform, anything that's possible to Google search, anything. That's who I am. Mark with a C. Yeah, M-A-R-C-S-O-F-L-Y, as yes, you can see. Merchandise. My own merch, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh also just LLC my first brand, almost like solely with with a business group that I started called White Ash Boys. Yeah, y'all thinking? Like, y'all know I smoke. Like, it's about it's it's about it's partly about the smoke because like if you get good good weed, it's white ash from the blunt, whatever. But I'm taking it to another level. Like, I'm looking at it further than that. Like, when I look, think about White Ash Boys, I'm thinking about like yeah. It's the best quality of everything that you choose in life. That's how I'm, you know what I'm saying? So that's my approach on it. So uh, we're coming out with merchandise. Uh, we're about to drop a line of trucker hats because, you know, I love the truckers. Everybody loves the truckers when I drop them in the city. But I'm trying to start, like, get stuff everywhere. So we just printed a couple of hoodies and stuff, gave them to a the couple of guys that we know that have been traveling and stuff. And just gave so them to them So we I have a question. Yourself. So
0: Mark does music. He raps, makes beats, produces. Not yeah. just a beat maker. Would you consider yourself a producer? Uh, no. I, you know the difference. Yeah, right. you know the difference yeah. as
1: well. But for the people, like, um, like a producer is solely for the production of the beat. Correct. You know what I'm saying. An engineer, engineers does the sound technician for the vocals, and you know what I'm saying. And uh, you have a master as well, but some engineers master too, so it can be a thing where you can do both, but sometimes you'll have a mix, a mixing engineer which will come in and record the main takes and record all everything regular, and then uh, you'll have a master that comes over and does everything else, but I kind of I kinda do everything, it's, you know what I'm saying, so yeah. it's, it is different categories just for
0: sure. So uh, before we move ahead, uh, firstly, uh, everybody knows our first segment, Minimize Your Fucks. Should have wore the shirt, you know, I got a shirt that says Minimize Your Fucks. I need you one. Um, <laughs> Which, if anybody wants their shirt, you can uh, head on over to my website. You can go to Instagram.
1: The link's right here.
0: Cook, Right. We need to <laughs> put it right there. We might have to do that. Yeah. You can go to uh, Cooking with Southside, no G, and just hit the link in the bio, and it sends you to the website.
1: Cooking with Southside.
0: Cooking with Southside. I'm but, uh, <laughs> So what are you doing to minimize your fucks? And just so I can explain it to everybody, minimize your fucks. If I only got six fucks for the week. I can't just be giving a fuck about too many things, cause I gotta conserve, uh, I mean preserve those fucks for stuff that really matters. Like I can't be sitting in traffic and wilding out. <sighs> does that really deserve one of my fucks? So what do you do? What are you doing to minimize your fucks? A lot of people
1: might think I say smoking or drinking. That's not it. That's not it. The way, like the way I look at it to minimi- minimize my fucks is like. I look at the situation like, am I in control of this situation? Is it, is it my, like, am I making the results that I don't like happen? Am I making this happen? Or is it someone else? Because if it's someone else, I can't control it. So, like, at that point, you just got to accept it. It's a lot of times, like, I work with a lot of different artists. It's not, like, really, like, I'm not saying, like, I try to tell people what to do, but not really coachable. So, you know, like. Yeah. It just kind of, I don't, you know.
0: <laughs> what is it, what's it like when you, let's say someone comes to you for a beat and you're really not a fan of their music? Like, because I remember, so our, so my cousin Boo, his uncle, he basically got, he inspired us pretty much. Like, we saw him doing it, look cool, and then I and started then doing it. And it to yeah. me. So I remember Boo used to talk about that. He was like, well, sometimes you're just not going to like it, but it's, not for you to like. You just want to make some money and collaborate with people. Like See, he, like, he always says he would still do it. What's your thoughts? Me, is bigger
1: than the money. Let me. Hold on. Let me cut. This. Uh, me, it's bigger than the money because like I'm here because like I truly, solely love music. Like yeah. it's for the connections. I want to make good music. And if it's somebody's music that I don't truly like. Like I wouldn't like listen to every day. When I'm normally if I sell a beat to somebody, I wanna record them on the beat. So when I'm, cause like I heard different flows in my head. I wanna hear what you got. And I wanna like mesh that shit together, make mesh it together. Like I can help you. You got the words, I got the flow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I produce the beat. Cool. I got it's certain flows that would sound so fire on, on this beat. But like, it depends on if the artist is coachable or not. Like, even if, like, and that comes down from, like, you being younger, like, it depends on, it. it it's the type of person you were, because that's stuff you got to instill as a younger human. Like, you got to instill being able to be able to listen and be receptive. Like, it's a lot of people, like, right now in this world that listen to respond instead of listening to comprehend what they, what's actually being spoken yeah. to them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, especially what I mean by that? Go head. ahead.
0: Well, well I was, my bad. <laughs> I was just going to say when you said uh, they listen to respond instead of listen to comprehend, that's especially because of social media now. Yeah. Because with social media, you can just give your opinion on everything mm-hmm. all the time, all day, every damn day. And then so many of us have tricked ourselves into believing that. Our opinion is the only one that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you have to have a strong opinion on everything. Like not everything deserves a strong opinion, bro. Yeah. First some of all, that shit's is, exhausting. Let's let some
1: shit flow. Right. Like, some shit's stuff exhausting. just needs to float. Like
0: Yeah, so people give their opinion on everything. So now when someone, like someone posts a link to an article, they just read the headline of it.
1: They don't really get to the meat and Correct. the potatoes of it. You know what I'm saying? Because so, they, they, the they just want to respond.
0: They just want to respond so bad. They just, they just the, ti- the title could be uh, Black Man Shoots Black Woman. And then people see violence against women. Black men don't care about black women, blah, blah, blah. And then when you actually read the article, it says woman tried to run over a man With as he was car, crossing like, the street. Yeah, like, you feel me? So like, to protect himself and his grandmother, he shot the tires. Not, like, even shot her. Not
1: even shot her or injured her. Uh, it might be not be the case. She might have got injured by correct. accident
0: type, but yeah. But we want to respond so bad before comprehending. So maybe that should be the title of this. Uh, like, I feel like, cares. I feel like me, like, I'm 24 years old. I don't
1: know everything, but, like, when I was growing up, being around Cuz and, like, my other cousin DJ and Shayla and, and even Serena, like, even everybody's older than me. I'm the youngest one damn near. Well, you I you used but, to yeah, be. Even, heaven. I used to be <laughs> till heaven. I'm the youngest one, so, like, I couldn't come into the scenario around them, act like I know everything. Like, yeah, I was hyper, I was talking shit, but, like, I learned He's a, a wild boy. Yeah, I was wild. <laughs> I learned a lot of stuff from these dudes. Like, I learned a lot of stuff from these dudes. Just not even, like, not even no material stuff. Like, I learned stuff about, like, as a man, like... Like, these niggas always smell good. I don't give a fuck with them. <laughs> I don't care what got to say. Good cologne. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Body hygiene all the way together. Yep. Trying to keep you a haircut, even if you got you a fro or whatever. Keep you a line up. You know what I'm saying? Just look presentable. It's not, it's not... Like, they taught me to value yourself as for yourself, not only just, like... To impress others. To impress others, yeah. like, because... Will, like, you know what I'm saying? He's slim as hell now. Like, cuz is all the way. Cuz used to be a big dude. Like, he knows. <laughs> I was a big everybody boy. knows.
0: I was a big boy. But
1: the thing is, like, besides that, cuz was always true to himself. He was always himself. So, regardless if he, he's not like, dude, slim. He don't act no different. He's the same guy, he's true to himself. Like, just because he got skinny, he don't act different towards people. He don't treat people differently. He don't, like, because he's been in every position. I have more you know confidence I'm in myself. No. Exactly. Yeah, 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 facts. You know what I'm confident. saying? That's definitely going
0: to happen. I didn't have a lot of confidence growing up, to be honest. I was insecure as hell. Hey, I couldn't tell. Like, you did a good job of not <laughs>
1: showing me that. Like, for real, because, like, nigga, you and DJ, you niggas was my superhero. <laughs> was yeah, that. that's
0: dope. And it's wild nah, to hear for that. Real. It's wild to hear this, I ain't that. I never told you that before. No, you've never <laughs> said that. And you don't, you never really think people are paying attention to what you're doing anyways. Like, I was telling, I was, remember, I was talking to one of my homegirls. And I was like, well, I don't know if I want to keep doing the podcast or I need to do this and that because I'm like, everybody's doing it now. The market's saturated. And she's like, yeah, but that just means there's something for everyone. So yeah, your podcast might not be for everybody, but you're going to have an audience that digs your podcast, that enjoys listening to you. So just like with music, Beyonce has a lot of fans. Then there's people who don't really listen to her music as well. So... It's that same type of thing. So you just you don't think people's ever really paying attention to what you're doing or anything, but there are more people that's that's um, looking than you think, especially with social media now. Like, if you get, let's say, I make a post and I only get like twelve likes or whatnot, I'm like, damn, ain't nobody paying attention to this. But that just means you got twelve likes. You probably actually had like five hundred and forty views. But you know, a lot of niggas just don't be wanting to show love and like stuff as well. But so yeah, you just never know. That first of all, it's just funny. This microphone. <laughs> I'm trying to get it right uh, for, for the people that can't see it that's just listening. As I'm talking, this microphone just keeps sliding. It so if you hear that sliding. noise right now, uh, uh, oh shit! Oh, and oh, oh, i didn't drop my tequila, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we already you Man, already we all know all over what, what it, it is. is. <laughs> Like, this is a brief intermission. Yeah, we, uh, pre- we gonna press pause and we, uh, be we right back. gonna get shit together. God dang, <laughs> You wanna press pause over? So we back? We good? We recording? We good. All right. Yeah, fine. Yo, uh, we back. We not cutting that out. That was funny. Yeah, yeah we, we actually uh, keep it there. We even talking about, oh, so he's talking about, like, you just never know to know, realize that people's paying attention. It's like we said. He's never said that to me. So that's, uh, really dope to hear whatever. It's the same way I look at, like, uh, boo... Uncle Bro, which is his uh, granddaddy. Uncle D is what y'all know him, Daryl. Yeah. They uh, got 17 nicknames. Right. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. And Uncle Bro, who passed away back in 2017, was it? Yeah, yes, 2017. Sir. He's Rest the OG in peace. boy. Rest in peace. So we like, and even my father, he had his things that he went through, but he's always been dope. So, it's, Uncle Bill, so it's dope that we, we've ha- we have had some good. Uh, we've had some role good follow- Yeah, and, some good ma- uh, male figures and not male figures. Male figures, yes. And while there's a lot of bullshit, but. We do have a lot of, like, Like, movement. it was a thing. I feel like, like, our,
1: our, fight, like, me and you, we went through the same shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Not, not 100%. I know your shit was a little bit A lot of similar shit. But a lot of, sim- like, absence of a father figure. Yeah. And the fact that they took the time to even step up to that play for us, they didn't have to. They had their own shit already going on. Yeah. They already had their own shit going on. Yep. My granddaddy, he's old, like an OG nigga. He's already like doing shit for me, still doing shit for them. Like, if anybody needs anything, like moving into college and moving shit, you already know who to call.
0: When I, uh, you go pull up with the U-Haul. When I moved to uh, Florida after graduating with mm-hmm. my master's and stuff, it was, uh, Uncle Bruh drove the uh, U-Haul truck yep. a long way. And then Ronnie, who was a addition to the family. Yeah, that's my stepfather. Not he's, too long ago. Yeah, whatever. He's, a, like, he's well, a dope dude. How long ago? Probably. It's
1: been like, it's been 12 years. 12 years? Been okay. 12 years, I but it know. don't seem like, the, it went it seems fast. seems like he's been there but, my whole life. Yeah, he's literally like, when he came in, like, I ain't gonna stop. When Ronnie came in, that's my stepfather. My mother, uh, Courtney, she married Ronnie Bowman. He giving now. our last names yeah, and everything on you know Shout out to my people. You know what it is and you know what it was. <laughs> but, like, when Ronnie stepped in, like, I'm not going to say, like, my dad wasn't, like, nothing to me. But it was a time, like, I understand that he had to get his self together. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't internally there, like, mentally to be a father. Yeah. And I understand that now. Like, it took me to be older to understand that. Like, I'm only 24. But, like, being around the older people and older guys, like, I'm more laid back now. Like, I'm I'm more, yeah. like, I listen to shit. Like, I'm not really, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a laid back. I'm an observative person now. So, like, me observing, like, the way that, like, that shit happened now with my father, like, going on. Because he moved to Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? He was already doing this DJ thing here. He was already, everybody knew him and stuff. But he, he can only get so big. as Louisville. Like, I'm going to have to leave, too. So, yeah. you can only get so big. Like, so uh, he took his own step and went his own way, which I was fucked up about it at first. Like, I was really upset. Like, damn, he just uh, he just said, fuck it. But I understand because, like, now if I call him, if I would have called him before, like, say, for instance, he would have never did any of that shit. He would have stayed here. I would have called him about some business stuff today. Or how can I do this? Or how can I do that? He wouldn't know because he wouldn't have the knowledge because the knowledge is, like, available here like mm-hmm. it is in other places. That is true. When I moved to Charlotte myself and I was there, it was like a total different different experience. Like my dad, like we always used to bump heads and stuff. You know what I'm saying? We still did when I was down there, but it wasn't over the over the same shit. Like it was some different stuff. Like he was more on to me because, why aren't you working more? Mm-hmm. Don't you want this? Don't you want to do this? And I'm like. Bro, like I'm going to work, like I'm, like I'm, like I'm doing. Like, like, what are you
0: talking
1: about, bro? And the thing is, like I said, one thing in high school, and I never forget this. This is some, real, this is a true story. And when Ronnie and my mama see this, they gon', they gonna know. One time I came home with a, a report card. I had all A's. Oh, I had like A's and B's, and I had like a scene, like a, tr- a tr- like a poop class, like a trash class, like it was an elective type. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, Are you okay with having this class? It was something like that. And I was like, what's wrong with just doing enough? And that was a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. It took me a minute to realize doing enough ain't going to do it for you. Like, yep. like, probably like two years ago, I was selling mortgages. I was working for this company called Amerisave. Now they got commercials. The they didn't have commercials. You've probably <laughs> seen the commercial now. But uh, it's a home mortgage company. So I was, uh, you know what I'm saying, refinancing people's homes. I was making good money over there. It was cool. But I wasn't there. I didn't feel it, like, I hated going there every day, like, I did not want to go there, like, like, the people cool, like, the people's cool, like, everybody there was cool, but, like, it was just the fact that I just wasn't feeling it. So, like, I've been coming to this studio where I work at now, where I work, I feel my like I work out of, uh, I was coming here recording with one of my, with an engineer named Tay Beats, uh, which He taught me how to do everything I know now. Well, the film, the recording process and how it makes this uh make stuff smooth and sound good and all that. But he taught me that's the why I was recording with him. So he moved to this studio. I came over here and I was just recording, recording, recording. I'm like, I'm spending so much money in here. Me and my my friends spend so much money here. I'm like, and there's been times like this, Tay works, bro. Like, he works, yeah. all like he's probably the one, the super, he's probably one of the best. Hard work engineers I've ever met in my life. He works so hard, bro. He works so many hours, bro. He got his son. He brings his son in the studio with him. His son, know how to, he's he's, he's like, what is he, like, five or six. He can do all of this shit. That's dope. If you tell him what to do, he can do it. Like, he can make a little beat. But back to that story, uh, he told me everything I know. So when I came in here, I started being an intern. I'm like, I spent all this money. I'm like, how can I intern? Started interning. left my job because I wanted to be here. Because this is what I wanted to do. Let me tell you how I left my job. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm in there with my 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 man Q, and I'm texting him. I'm just like, I've been talking about it. And I'm like, man, I ain't feeling this no more. Bro. Like, and look, like this is real talk. Like, I knew something was for me. Something like someone right. Because like, I would never keep a job. I would always be straight. And with my money, I ain't never had to ask nobody for nothing. Uh, but I never kept a job.
0: I hated working. For, we all like, know somebody who just will quit a job quick and easy. Have Clark. no problem quitting it and just be No I, problem. I know, I know niggas, it's like, I'll talk to them on a Tuesday and they work at wherever. Then I talk to them again on Saturday. I'm like, oh no, I quit that job. I work here now. I was like, ah, dang, that was three, three, four days ago, bro. Like, yeah. you talk to him four times in a month and they didn't have five jobs yeah. <laughs> over four different times. Like, what but the fuck? That's
1: what I was saying. I was like, bro, like, I'm not really feeling this. And like I went to being an intern here at the studio, and like, bro, I did not have no problem doing anything like when we was in here, like my interns now like they it's just like like my, like I'm an old generation, they're like a new generation of people Ain't that now, weird like, to you know what think I'm saying? I'm not that old, but this from the two years of me being an intern two years ago, <coughs> my second year my second year like anniversary whatever would be in February, February 15th in here, so it'll be my second year in this studio. February fifteenth, uh, but my like my generation of interns like me and there's a guy named Pharaohs, like we went all out, bro. Like we went hard. As soon as I stepped in here, I was booking clients. I was trying to book clients. I was sitting in sessions. I need me go to the store for y'all. Yeah. I'm cleaning up everything, ashes, smoke, like I'm spraying. Cause you enjoy,
0: you enjoy being love in the this atmosphere, shit, bro. So, like yeah. I love this shit, bro. Like I would never do anything else. Like and that's why it's important. Like if you can now, not everybody's can. We're all in different situations, unfortunately. But if sure. you can, do your best to do something that you can enjoy. Uh, I remember when I graduated from grad school and. uh, I was struggling to find a job. I graduated that May, May 2013, and I didn't get a job until December. And those months in between, it's wild because those months in between, it was fun, though, like being, when you're young and, like, every, not necessarily broke, but, like, broke, low-key. You got something, but it ain't. Your bills are paid. Yeah, your bills (laughs) are paid. Your bills are paid, and you can get a bottle. (laughs) Your bills are paid, (laughs) and you can get a cheap bottle. (laughs) But it was a bunch of us together doing all that same thing, too, though, so, I was having fun, but I'm just like, bro, I can't find a job for nothing. And I remember um, I got fired from Enterprise because they got mad that I went to interview at Florida State, actually. And I'm like, yo, I, I got a master's degree, and y'all niggas is give me 20 hours a week, and I don't want to wash cars, bro. Like, and that's what I was doing, washing cars, delivering cars, and all that. But I started working at uh, for the Fruit of the Loom Corporation, because that's in Bowling Green. The headquarters is in uh, Bowling Green. So, <clears throat> sorry, y'all, um, but... I remember this older woman told me, she was like, I, my job is okay, we make good money, but most of us here, we're just here for like the benefits and we make good money, but most of us don't enjoy working here. And she told me, never settle for a parking lot job. And I'm like, what's a parking lot job? She said, when you get to work in the morning and you get to the parking lot and you have to sit there before you go in just to get ready because you don't like this place, you're like, all right, let me prepare my mind for this. She said, that's a parking lot job. If you don't have to, do not settle for a parking lot job because you're going to be miserable. And then you'll look back and five years pass, six years, 10 years, 15 years. And you're like, yeah, I got good benefits, but I haven't enjoyed, I haven't loved the last 15 years. And she said, would you rather put up with something be like, "Ah, it's good enough. Or would you rather like, I truly love this shit. And she told me, she was like, yo, my job is cool. My life is Okay. But I know if I would have actually tried something else, I would have loved it more. And I settled for a parking lot job, and I just never want to. And I don't even just look at that as job. I don't want to settle for a parking lot relationship, parking lot jobs, uh, parking lot weight. Like to me, that's. I want to piggyback on something.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I just got a question. What What are you?
0: We're gonna we're gonna deepen
1: deepen in this. <laughs> what What do you mean by a parking lot relationship? What does that mean?
0: The same thing where you're settling. So. I'm not gonna say her name, but I got a homegirl who's been in a, basically a situationship with this dude for like a year and a half to two years now. And they always will make an excuse that he lives in another city, so that's why we don't go out and we don't do this and that, whatever. And so... What does that mean? She would make an excuse that the reason why we don't have dates because... She and the reason somewhere. why we don't take this serious because we live in different cities. So why are you fooling? Thank you. So, but she settled for this dude who... He wouldn't do, one time, I will never forget, there was one time it was our friend's uh, birthday party and we threw her a surprise party and all that. All right, so what was I saying? So we threw her a surprise party and I remember we're carrying stuff in and out. She's picking up a bunch of boxes and two liters and 12 packs and this nigga's just sitting there leaning against the car like while while not just while everybody's moving stuff, while her, your little lady friend, your Is chick, moving you and just, stuff by herself. Yeah, and you're just sitting against the car. Chilling. Like, all vibes. <laughs> no help, <laughs> just vibes. No help, just vibes. And I remember peeping at I'm like, man, what kind of man are you, dog? Where you just letting your lady do all of this shit, and you just spent the night at her house and everything, and she's driving you around, and you just sitting there chilling. So that's a parking lot relationship where she's settling. She knows deep down but I know I deserve better, but why she, what else why am I going to get? Why you think there? You
1: think it's like a security, like an insecurity
0: issue? It's or? a lot of different things. I mean, for some, it could be, well, some people don't know their worth. Some mm-hmm. people are like, just don't have any type of confidence or love for themselves. Where they're just like, well, I probably can't get nothing else anyways. So I'm going to just sit right here yeah, it, and I'm, just chill. like it, Or there ain't no other... Better man than him, so I might as well do. But like, girl, like, it's it's funny, but Tyler Perry said it. I can do bad by myself, so why the right. fuck would I rather do bad by myself than with you can your do ass? Bad
1: with two people,
0: like, Dang. bruh. <laughs> but yeah, like, so that's a parking lot relationship where you're gonna be lazy and just settle for something where you know, you know, deep down, I deserve something better. It's the same thing. Like at work, you have a boss that treats you like shit. That's a parking lot boss, a parking lot job. Uh, You can have a, like I said, parking lot weight where you want to, where you know you want to get in shape, but man, this cheeseburger tastes good and you just going to keep eating unhealthy when you know damn well, all I got to do is sacrifice and be consistent and disciplined. And then you can get on the racetrack and keep rolling. Like, bro, like, but you, so many of us, so any, to me, a parking lot insert word is just anytime you settling for the bullshit, like you're stagnant, you're settling, and all that. I just did staff evaluations for my students at work, mm-hmm. and I remember telling one girl, because I'm like, yo, you," because she's been with me for three years now, She's she graduates next year, mm-hmm. next semester. And I was like, yo, you've always been a really good employee. I said, early on, you was killing it. you going above and beyond. And while you're not a bad employee now, you've hit a ceiling where you're like, ah, I do good enough, so whatever. And, that's it. That's and I'm, I'm, and I'm like, yo, I know this job isn't necessarily what what you're you're trying to do. But you can create the habits here. Be disciplined here. Find all those transferable skills here that you can take with you somewhere else. So when something comes up in your next job where you really want to be there, you're like, oh, shit, I've been doing this for a long time. But you know what's
1: crazy? Because that's a hard thing to do. I'm going to say why. Mm -hmm. Because, like, bro, like, I'll tell you right now, like, I'll sit in this bitch for 12 hours with well, one meal, mm-hmm. not even thinking about like, damn, I ain't ate I only ate one time. I'm still drinking water, I'm in this bitch, twelve hours out of smoke, like goddamn, a whole half zip. I'm in this bitch, and I don't give a fuck, but if you would to catch me in a murder, say for uh-huh. twelve hours, so like at yeah, the same time, hard. Hell yeah. I understand what you're saying, like you wanna you wanna push her to the next level. But you got to understand the type of human she is. Oh, no, well. I
0: understand, and that's why I'm bringing it up to her. Because, Time, yeah, okay. because I know what kind of person, what kind of worker she is. And that. And so when I said that, and I give her the entire evaluation, then when I get done, mm-hmm. and I'll ask them, I'm like, so what's your reaction? Agree, disagree, like, I want your honest you reaction feel? to yeah. this. And she's like, oh, no, I totally get it. I do feel like I've done that. Because I told her, I said, I know you, you're... You're involved in a lot of other different other stuff as well. And stuff, yeah, but yeah. if you can, this is all about discipline, and you're gonna be so happy. Yeah, muscle memory. Forward. Yes, muscle you, memory. You're gonna be so happy moving forward that you was able to be disciplined in the five different things you're involved in. So when you get hit hit a rough patch.
1: At one spot, yes. you, can, you, feel me? you can reach a pinnacle at one spot right. because, yeah. Exactly. Like
0: that saying, like all these, Twitter, you get on Twitter and people just say these. This shit, and they put it on their posters and pictures and shit. But, like, the same, no days off. When Nipsey used to say that, that's real. No days off really yeah. means I'm going to be disciplined. Even Every if I'm day. in something that I hate this fucking job. I'm but still guess what? I out. get paid to do this shit, so I'm going to work hard and be disciplined and consistent because these habits is only going to do good for me as I move to the next place. The same way like you somebody used to be bigger and losing weight and all that. Like, losing like weight... And
1: that's why I feel like it transpired to you because, like, bro... Like, you can, like, the biggest way to be able to motivate somebody else is to have self-motivation. Yep. And nobody was in the gym with you. Nobody (laughs) was running the mouths with you. Like Drake said. Nobody was hitting them. Fuck what Drake said. Well, I'm saying. I know what you said. You weren't with me when I was shooting the gym. Ross and Drake, shout out to y'all. Because that's a true (laughs) statement. Real talk. Like. You gotta be able to motivate yourself. It's a lot of people out here that's in a boss position, that's in a, a position of authority, that have no motivation. They don't have any motivation. Besides that paycheck, they gotta they gotta look out for the wife and kids. They gotta uh pay child support. They gotta be monthly. It is. Car pot, whatever your whatever yo, it yo is. you feel me? Yeah. So like, you're you <sighs> like bro, it's hard to put in words, bro.
0: Like, yeah, like if you a real leader can motivate you, motivate yourself and others. A real and leader a has been people,
1: through the mud. Yeah, came up from the mud, grew into a flower,
0: and just blossom. It's a, a a leader. I've been there, done that. That's what the, I mean? that's what a leadership. Yeah,
1: to be an efficient leader in some type have a, a leadership role. You have to have really been through the mud.
0: Yeah. And like. And so why I get it's human nature if you're in a place where you maybe don't want to be or you just aren't inspired. It's human nature to get a little lazy and get comfortable. Exactly. Get comfortable. But what separate so it's I'm not shaming anyone who gets like that because it's it's human nature. And human nature means most of us do that. But what separates the, the average person from those successful people and the leaders and just those people that inspire you are the people that are able to stay motivated and inspired when they're in a situation that they totally hate and dislike. Even
1: when you're not winning.
0: Yes, like and so it's like, if you look at athletes on the time where you can look at a basketball player, they're on a team that fucking sucks. And, and he's been putting up or she's been putting up 27 and 12 rebounds every night. And now they're like, bro, this shit don't even matter. I'm out here getting triple doubles and we still fucking losing. And what's the point of playing hard anymore? So even if you're not telling yourself to not play hard, you start not playing hard because it's just so easy to be like, bro. It's just nothing. It's like there's I'm nothing. trying so hard and I'm not getting any further. I just keep trying and not getting further. And I so... can say
1: I can agree on that too because, like, Um, I started making beats a year ago. Like, I started making beats. Like, I didn't make beats before. I started making my own productions a year ago. And, like, I just got to a point when I'm just, like, it's just easy. I'm just going to keep making these same beats. And when it's
0: easy, you get stagnant. You get stagnant when it's easy.
1: Like, I haven't made, like, before I started making beats. Like, I can look on the computer right now and tell you the the last beat, the the most recent beat I made that was actually worth something. yeah. Fucking,
0: cause it's it's easy to get stacked. December the second, yeah, that's now, not that long ago to be honest. Cause I mean it <laughs> is, but it ain't. That was December that was three the weeks second, ago.
1: <laughs> From November the twenty seventh, that's a long time to me, because like I'm in here every day and I feel like well no, actually fuck that it's before that I ain't gonna start I've been rapping one of my beats since like September.
0: But that means you pushing yourself as well, and that's why there's artists who. They reinvent themselves, and each album sounds totally different. Like, Like, you go back to fucking Madonna. She's got, like, so many different sounds to her music. Beyonce, she does that. Kendrick Lamar, each album is such a different sound as well. And, uh, And J. Cole, I mean, J. Cole's done that as well, and that's why... A lot of times, when an artist has been in the game for so long and then they start releasing, uh, an actor can release a couple movies that are trash, or a rapper or singer releases a couple albums of trash, and the fans are like, bro, what the fuck is this? Well, now I'm at a point where it's getting really easy, or I'm just doing the same shit I've been doing, so I'm not as hungry. Yep. And that's one thing. And that's why you. My bad, hold on. Keep that up. But that's why you have to reinvent yourself and find ways to push yourself. That's why when they talk about athletes, and they're like, why are they getting mad over that? That's some petty stuff. That's what they mean by that's uh, chalkboard material because when you keep you doing know. the same shit all the time, you got to find different ways to be motivated. When there was, There's times that. when I go to the gym and I'm feeling just like, eh, i as lazy as this Let and that. Let me shorten my
1: reps but halfway.
0: I feel, but I'll get in my head and I make myself mad about something. I will legit think about something from when someone pissed me off. Something in a relationship thing or when a friend did me wrong or when I fucked something up and then that shit makes me mad. And then I start running harder on the elliptical. I'm lifting the weights even more. Like, I got the energy I need. So, like... I heard Shaq talk about it in, in an interview when he was with the Lakers and stuff, like when people thought him and Kobe were beefing. He's like, No, we weren't really beefing. He said, But sometimes when it's January it's and you know y'all up. good and y'all getting comfortable, you find ways to keep the, to, to the, keep the intensity there. Yes. Yeah. You find them ways that, you know what? I'm going to say something that and might piss Kobe off.
1: I'm going to say piggyback on that, cuz, and that's a male to male reaction. Male to male, like, reaction. Yeah line of communication you can't do it to a female because male to male it's brutal i like, think
0: women to women can do it yeah but not it's
1: sex to sex yeah yeah because same. if we come i'm coming at you like cuz you can go harder than that like yeah. dang shit yeah like i'm coming at you out of love it's tough love yeah but i'm telling you
0: because i want you to get better Yep. And that's all it is. Like a... It's the same way I'm with my students. And I told her, like, like I said, I was doing evals. Yeah. And I'm telling her, I'm like, yo, I'm only saying all this stuff because I know to you it seems tedious. They're like, well, all I did was forget to submit my time, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, If you I know so you. Know you keep going, but you man. continuously do this, it becomes a habit where you just don't care, and that shows you're not paying attention to the small details. And in order to be as, as successful as you want, you have to pay attention to the small details. That's when I'm in the gym. I go five days a week, and you know what? This rep, I'ma just half-ass it because I do enough. Or instead of doing a hundred crunches like I normally do, I just 50. do eighty-nine right now. I'm gonna do seventy right now, and then you're it becomes, then it becomes your mindset and then where. You you usually do it every ass, week. You every... And so to be successful, to lose weight, to whatever, it's consistency, it's discipline, and pushing yourself. You have to... You can't depend on someone else to motivate you because... Everybody got shit going on in their life. To win, let's say Marcus usually motivates me all the time, and so I, I'm like, man, I got Marcus got me. He always now Marcus is going through some shit. I'm going. Through Marcus shit. is. I can't
1: motivate him the same way. Bro,
0: Marcus had a friend pass away. Is having a baby. Going through financial problems. We're not speaking at any of that into existence though, so not gonna <laughs> But we going through this or whatever. So now he's not available. He's not there to push me like he normally would. He wishes he could, but he can't do that right now. So now, I'm sitting there stuck, just sitting here like, damn, well, I ain't got Marcus to motivate me. Well, I guess I'll just get fat, or I guess I just won't go to the studio today. I guess I'll just go ahead and eat this fried chicken and these ribs right now. There's like, so many
1: times, like, even like, and I'm gonna say this to God to add on to what Cuz is saying, even when you're
0: tired.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, especially when you're tired. That's when shit really sinks in. Like when you're tired and you're on your last limb Mm -hmm. and you keep pushing, that's when that muscle memory locks in. You know how you you got your house shoes, our memory foam house shoes. Every time you put them on, your toes are sunk in. It takes time for that. When it reaches that point, boom, it's locked in. It's instant, like boom, boom. You feel
0: me? And that's just like it's most important when you're tired because yeah. that shows who you really are. When you stress, and you can stretch it out and mm-hmm. grind
1: it out while you're tired. And when you're on your last limb, that shows a lot about your character. Mm-hmm. And like I, I want to say this, like a lot of people now they don't have strong character. Like the, I, I'll say like the strong character in it when our parent in our parents age. Your mom's age and, like, my mom's age, like, of uh, that shit. Yeah. Like, when it ended that, that's when that strong, bro,
0: courageous character ended. When you when you going through some shit, that's when that comes out. And, I mean, I may disagree a little bit. I think we're, sometimes we're a little too hard on our generation and the younger people because we just, we, we really remember seeing those strong adults when we was growing up, and so we remember yeah. that. And true, I understand, yeah, and that's true, because shit's different. Yeah, but, yeah, because... Shit's actually easier now. That's what I was about to say. The way everything in life is easier now. It's like looking at look at it like this. When you're driving down, <laughs> you can just put in your GPS, the address, and it shows you how to get somewhere. So You don't have to print out a of that map Yes, that makes you... We use that as a crutch now, so that makes you lazy when you don't pay attention to landmarks. Remember, people like it's. you go three doors down, you'll see a, you'll a, see red, a barn, red barn, and then you take a right there, and then you're going to see a house with a big dog on yeah. the porch and all that. But now, because you don't have to rely on all of those things, it just makes you a little bit lazier and comfortable. If you're not... If you're not working a muscle, you're not gonna build muscle. So if I go to the gym, once again, the gym. If I go to the gym all the Keep time the same and thing. I do the same reps and get... I never work on my thighs or whatever, muscle's you're gonna be not gonna big build. Up top, yes. and you're gonna have little. I'm legs. gonna have that prison body where you have just been doing this bench pressing and nothing on your nothing legs. Nothing else. So it's the same way our teachers used to say, "Quit relying on a calculator." <laughs> Don't rely on the calculator. True. You need to work the problem out. out and now, head. and, and you, it wasn't until I got older that I realized when they're talking about working a problem out, that's not just for that math problem in that it's class. It's for everything. That's, that's fucking life, bro. Right. Because I've seen the less that I have, the the when when there's a lack of resources, when there's a lack of resources, you have more creativity. A lack of resources breeds creativity, and then that creativity breeds success. Because if we're young. It, like this, we grew up struggling and we didn't have any uh in our electricity might get turned off. Right. But we gonna figure out, you know what, we live in this apartment. I can get a bunch of extension cords and a power surge and, and plug it up in the hallway to the or to the neighbor or whatever and, and just stretch it all some the shit way here. Going, yeah. With the hot water got turned off, but you know what? I'm gonna I'ma put it on water. a boil some water on the stove. It and it might take a long time, but we're gonna fill the tub up. Yes, that fucking sucks. But a lack of resources breeds creativity and then that breeds success. So, and then that makes you know how to handle shit. So that's when I tell my students all the time, critical thinking and decision-making, that's what that shit is. Like, so we're in like, I work in event planning, building management, student development, all of that. So like, if someone pops up or whatever, someone pops up and we need this and we need that. And it's not on the regular schedule of things. Like you wasn't expecting this to happen. All right, what can I do though? And cause I get so many students that get flustered easily. And I tell them, when you start getting flustered and you're panicking, that shit's contagious. That's just gonna make you why They get flustered though, cause they've had it too easy.
1: (laughs) Exactly. They're not used to going without. Yeah. So like, you have some people just like rich as fuck. Not saying everybody is rich as fuck, is assholes and snobby and feel like they deserve the best. But like, you get somebody just rich as fuck, like, a dude from fucking fucking New York, uptown New York, from like Buffalo or something. You know Buffalo's nice. Yeah. You get somebody from Buffalo, they get to Kentucky or they get to Indiana and this fucking storm and the fucking power goes out or the fucking water's not hot. Or it's not shit's not like they gotta wait 45 minutes for an Uber or some shit like that. They not, like, they
0: instantly, like, they make you they make them uncomfortable. They're not used to having to go through They're not used to going shit.
1: through adversity.
0: And that's not shaming them at all, because you can only go through your experiences. So I, when I go through these with these students who they've had it easy growing up, so they don't know how to handle these situations, that's not their fault. That's, that's not. not. Like, I, I wish... But I'm not going to lie. When I
1: have children, whenever I do... That's why I don't have nothing right now because I want to make sure all my stuff's
0: together. I ain't gonna stunt. My kids is gonna have it. I'm I am not gonna I mean, But that's the whole point. You want your kids to have it. It's not like. But at the same time, the, yeah. I wanted them to go
1: through adversity.
0: Well, it's like, like Shaq said, he was like, oh, my kids couldn't just get money, yeah. they had to get jobs. Like Shaq. He's like, I think, well, maybe not now, but for the longest, he was the NBA player that made the most money off the court from endorsements and all of that shit. Everybody He's was made so much money, everything. but his kid, bro, he, all of the shits, like, first of all, he was in that Buick ad, and I know that nigga couldn't fit in that damn car. He cannot. <laughs> they pay him extra to get in that Buick. That's why they showed him before getting in, moment. and then they showed him. Oh, they, the they never actually showed him getting in the car. They showed him in the car. Yeah, they, but not so getting, getting they didn't show the, the action car. of getting in the car. He was already in there. That's fact. But no, like Shaq said, like he was making his kids like get jobs and making them make, instead of just hey, I want this because I want to create this business. Create the fucking business plan, bro, and do all of that because when you just give something, obviously not everybody, but when you just give something to someone they take advantage of that because they didn't have to it work doesn't for it. It does mean It's anything. the same way, even in a lot of times, every obviously not every, but that's why that saying about women make the nigga work hard for it, like, because a lot of times you just give them sex on the first night, that nigga's like, oh, I can get sex like that. I don't have to do anything else then. This is, this and, is it. Right, well, all I got to do is just smoke all I gotta with it do is and text get a little her. bottle. Right, if I just give her some <laughs> weed and drink, we going to fuck so, that's where that saying come from. Not saying it's okay for the guys to be I'm not bad. saying everybody,
1: everyone, every woman Correct. that either.
0: But that's why that saying exists. Because you can't just be letting someone have something that easily. And that's why I, with my students and stuff, I have to be, I don't want to say hard on them, but, yeah, like... Like yo, figure this shit out, bro. Like, because like, it's teaching it's them that point. life is life is fucking hard, bro. The older you get, and I mean, you're only 24. You've been through some stuff, but I tell them all the time, same thing I would tell you right now. This is the easiest life is gonna be for the rest of your life. Not saying that your life is easy now, but, but it's only under, gonna right get now, more. It's is, gonna get more complicated. This is, this is mild because because <laughs> it's gonna get spicy. The younger you are, the consequences are aren't that dire. But the older I get, like like we talk about quitting jobs, you can just quit a job right now at 22, 23, 24, but I'm 33 now, and I got real bills. I got life that I got to handle. I got friends that have kids and that are married. I can't just go and be like, man, fuck this job and quit. And I walk out I'm like, oh shit! I got a light bill, I got student loans, I got a kid at home, like all of that. You so the consequences get dire the older you get. So it's not that life is easy now because I know this shit it it seems you got hard.
1: That's to handle. You got less on your plate. To like, I you could got take hella pl- naps you got back in the day. plate. Like, but it depends. Like once again, it depends on the type of human you are. Because like right now, bro, like I'm gonna say like I separate myself from a lot of dudes my age. Yeah. Cause a lot of do my AJs they, they in school
0: or like. And you, then, you live know, a different type of lifestyle. Than Cause when I was in school, people. I'm not
1: gonna lie, I was broke
0: as fuck. I was, was broke. Most of us were. I was broke. Uh I Y'all, saw. Hold on, can they? They can. You think they can hear me pouring in champagne? We got good champagne. Bring it closer. They're, oh, it's gone now. You the well, that's bubbles. the intro too. <laughs> he said you can hear the bubbles, though. Y'all heard it? Oh shit, you can hear the fizzing. My nigga got that good equipment. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. I got to remember the time stamp on this part, because we got to save yeah, that part. Yeah, that's shit. probably like 40... What time? What's the time stamp? 45, step? 19. All right, I got to save this shit. 45, 8. Was,
1: Started at 45, 17. That was hard.
0: Like, God dang. But to wrap this up... Uh, wait a minute. We said forty-five nineteen. Hold on. Okay. Forty-five nineteen. Okay. But to wrap this, this section, this section, segment up yeah. or whatnot... Um, resourcefulness breeds creativity. And uh, adversity breeds creativity as well. And sometimes that adversity... I strongly believe in that. Sometimes That adversity is going to push you to be great as hell, but you got to be fucking disciplined and consistent. You got to work hard.
1: And I can say, like, that goes in with the music game. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to just tying in with that because that's, like, a lot of my relatives okay. with stuff. So, like... I can say, like, I love a lot of artists. I like a lot of artists. Yeah. It's a lot of niggas that I like to listen to. But, like, you can tell when a nigga gets comfortable when he get that money. Mm-hmm. He gets comfortable when that music coming. out.
0: The rapping stories, they're rapping about different things. And it
1: ain't, you don't feel the hunger in the mm-hmm. voice. You don't feel that shit. I'm a, I'm an engineer, so, like, I'm vocalist special. Like, I'm vocalist first. I do that first. We lay that
0: down first. Yeah. I, that shit hard, though, ain't it? To stay hungry like that when you... Like, look at... let's. let's nah, say... I'm gonna get
1: honest with me, okay. bro. Because, like... And I'm grateful for this. My parents, like, my first couple months of me interning here at the studio, that I was still being able to stay at the crib, and I had to pay no rent.
0: Yeah.
1: All I had to do was <laughs> pay my phone bill. Yes. And, and pay a couple sh- other... Help oh, well. on... I the wish water bill was the and shit bill. and electric bill, just give a couple dollars and shit and nigga, buy I groceries. Wish,
0: I wish that was the only bill I had right now, boys. Oh, uh, nigga, nigga, now? <laughs>
1: now? Nigga. <laughs> I got real shit, you feel me? I got two pit bulls. But you chose the. I chose, chose that life. <laughs> like, I chose you life. chose it. It's not. I like... was about that life. But look, I didn't. I don't got no babies. But them is my kids. Right. It's much is... easier.
0: Nigga, It's diesel. Hey, bro, them pit would be buffed in a motherfucker. Bro, bro, I ain't even showed they you. Built my like dogs, Benzino. Bro. If y'all know who Benzino, Benzino is. Benzino, man. <laughs> they be built like Benzino. Them fucking pit bulls. Curse twenty ounce. Like, bro. God, <laughs> hey. Yeah, but you cho- you chose those. It ain't I like kids that. where some shit But it's like, sometimes. bro,
1: like, my lifestyle that I chose to live, like, like, we didn't, not saying we didn't have shit growing up. We had shit from the outside. You had what you needed. I had what I needed. Yeah. The extra shit came from the outside. Oh, I did it on my own. Yeah. Like, eventually, like, when I got older, I started doing my own, like, sneaker restoration business and shit, like, I was making a nice amount of money and, off that. And, and we I, live
0: in the era of the side hustle. Yeah, this the side is hustle truly. is very
1: important. Yes, like,
0: this is that era.
1: Recordings, for me, started off as a side hustle. Like, yeah. I wasn't... I didn't think I was going to be able to, like, make this into anything. Like, I didn't... You just started doing it. I literally just started... Like, I've been doing this since I was, like, 12, because I, I wanted to make music for myself. I wanted to record my own music. Here go my dog right here. He's huge.
0: Damn, that nigga big as hell. there's the
1: other one. <laughs> that was a couple months ago, that was in October.
0: And it's crazy because pit bulls be like the sweetest dogs too, but people think that lie. they the most like vicious they and are, all of that.
1: Like they're amazing animals. Like I'm not gonna lie, like my pit bulls is huge. Like they're pretty, they're big. When you see them, you're gonna be frightened, but they're not on anything. They literally just want to lick you. They just want to smell you. They just want you to rub them. That's a, like, a stereotype that I hate about people. But now, since, like, they made the bullies, like, the bully breed of pit bulls, like, it's a pit mm-hmm. bull and a bulldog mix.
0: First of all, pit bulls be having some pretty ass. They do,
1: and their <laughs> coats, like, their coats, is short, it's a shorter-haired dog, so the coats, they shine, like, they hit, like, with a long-haired dog. Like, it ain't gonna shine like that. Like, you gotta put shit on them. You got a short coat dog, like, and you take care of your dog. Like, my dog, his coat, like, he... He's his shit shines yeah. like my great, my other great pit. His shit shines, they've nice weight, healthy, you know what I'm saying. But a lot of people, like, it's just from back in the day. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you what really like shame pit bulls. And I hate that they say this, I hate to say this because I love this nigga to death. Mike Vick, oh,
0: that it had a well, it wasn't just that because even be prior to that, it, it was before, the whole, it was the but big thing. You gotta thing understand. Of dog you gotta fighting. understand
1: Mike Vick was probably the I mean, first black up, man that white people really loved, and
0: no, nah, hold on, wait, a minute, no, no, no. If nah, you go back, bro, you, you got, you're just talking about that era because white people loved Bill Cosby. first Okay, of but
1: I'm talking about on the sports besides oh no, on the white, p- white people loved
0: Magic Johnson. The football on the football oh, section. So then you moving from the field goal mm-hmm. on uh, the
1: football section. Come on, oh, like, let me think, think. Let me think the of white or, people.
0: Let me think of actually what's even crazy to Watson. this day. No, no, no which is wow, white people love O.J. Simpson though. They ain't that wow, they love that nigga. White people love O.J. Simpson. (laughs) White people actually fuck with O.J. I'm not even gonna lie, but it's They might fuck with him more than black folk though, to be honest. Man. We was happy for a black man to get off, but we all like nah, that nigga guilty. (laughs) But white people be wanting to take pictures with this nigga oh my God, and stuff. Oh, God, it's fucking OJ. He murdered someone. <laughs> they see him in a bar in some small town in Florida. <laughs> Can't wait to take fucking pictures oh God, with this nigga. Oh,
1: God, it's fucking OJ
0: Simpson. Bro, that's wild as shit. Um, all right, let's end this segment. We'll be right back. up in here uh chicken and liquor hour with the uh with lucas um y'all say mark so fly but he always gonna be a little to <laughs> me i don't give a fuck i don't care if he's same height taller i don't give a fuck um random what's your what's your um what's a memorable childhood a childhood memory that you really Remember, I said remember a lot. That you really remember or hold deep to your heart or something. What's a childhood memory you could give us Give us a story of?
1: Just like, does it gotta be like a scarring memory or just something just like cool? Literally anything you want. I'm gonna give like three. First one is like, I remember one time, I don't know if y'all was there or not. I know Uncle Dean was there. I think we was having a dinner at Nana's house. Uh, that's how
0: we used to do like, Sundays and share everybody we either to come over. Bruh, like, hold on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But every Sunday for years, we did dinner every Sunday, no matter what, either Uncle Bruh's, Granny's, or our house, and then sometimes over at uh, Boo's house. Yep. But we always did dinner, and no it was matter fire. what, every Sunday after church, probably for about seven, eight years or something. Yeah. And we, no younger. matter what, we always did Christmas breakfast. Always did Christmas breakfast. No we did always did Christmas. Crazy. Sometimes we did a uh, Christmas Eve dinner, yeah. but we didn't do that that much. Then it we started We started doing that
1: later on Yeah. Time.
0: But then we started Christmas brunch. That's always been a thing. And then Christmas dinner. Well, not really dinner. It was just It was a bunch of chicken wings, liquor, and games. <laughs> and pajamas. Box. Yeah. And we just in vibe vibing Christmas night. Like, Karaoke. Remember yeah, the karaoke? <laughs> you leave Christmas brunch, taken out. Go. Come back, And then boom come boom back, back up. to Boo and Cynthia's, probably. And we'd be out there, which is so much fun. Me and DJ was talking about this, how... Cause I was like, I feel kind of bad. I'm like, I feel like we're not as close as we were. Blah blah blah. I feel the same but, way, cuz. But DJ put it to me like this, which you know, DJ about forty eight and nigga. <laughs> he's he, been an. Old I'm nigga. the big cousin. He, but God, like, that boy damn. wise, <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> boy. That nigga, he been forty eight since he was like twenty. Like man, he got to college at first. That's what I'm saying. You niggas really put me on to a <laughs> lot of shit. He was, a, he's a wise ass nigga. When he first got to college, he was still young and. Wiling. But shit, by fucking—I swear by 21, nigga was 40. Like, he just turned 40. He's so—he's such an old soul. He's a laid-back cat. Because he's just like his daddy, Until he's who's just up. like Uncle Bro. But Ru- he's still yeah. laid-back when he's fucked up, though. Yep. And that's just like boo, and that's Uncle Bro as well, <laughs> yeah. which is really dope. But— I love that. We was uh, talking about that, and we was just like, well, you know, it is—we're the first generation of our family that has started moving around to different cities, and we're having kids and getting married, and life life is just there. Like you get busy, You start so otherwise. we can't text every day like Facts. we would. Like, and that's okay, whatever. But we just still have to make sure that we call each other every once in a while, and that we can get together a couple times a year to make sure. Because I know all the love is still there. Oh, it's never of course. Go nowhere. We just don't get to. Um, Cause we never it had as much. any
1: like we never really had. But we might have had, like, a disagreement if somebody, like, talking too much been annoying or something, mm-hmm. but, but some, like, some deep shit, like, between us type shit,
0: a cousin oh, shit, Oh, yeah, never, never. Well, not the only one is because uh, one of my cousins, I ain't gonna say his name, he, uh, he, he, he I guess I get on his nerves. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that nigga, it though. It is but what it is. I didn't know, I didn't know that I've got on his nerves for the past 25 years until, like, a couple uh, months ago. I'm like, damn, I didn't know you was mad at me this whole time, bruh. Like, I'm like, bruh, I'm 33, you 31. You been mad at me for, how for 25 long? years, bruh. You ain't never said shit to me. And you know me, I forget that my personality... First, I know that my personality is not for everybody. Yeah. But I forget that but I'm okay so... okay, though. I like... don't oh, know, that's definitely okay. But I'm so fine with, like, if there's conflict... I'm so okay with you, hey Will, I didn't like you saying this. I didn't like that, or you just tell me if you think something I did wrong, you're not gonna hurt my fi- Well, even if you do hurt my feelings, everybody's I'm gonna get over not, that shit.
1: Everybody's not that honest though. Like, some people are And I forget that for people, like to make people feel good. There's a lot of people that even though they might be your two friends, that's just what they they bring out. Like, they just want people to feel good. Some people just like that to be in your life. So, like, I feel like You'll notice that if you're a, a person that... If you're the person out of the group, like, it's mostly, like... No, normally, it's, like, two or 3 year out of the group that's more confrontational
0: about the stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I have no problem with conflict and being just straight up with someone. And because if I'm saying something to you, my intent is not to hurt your feelings or to be rude or be me. And so I just expect that from the other person. But I've had to remind myself over the last... To be honest, since this pandemic and shit, that, oh, yeah... Not everybody's gonna be just like you. me. Like yeah. some people find difficulty in in that. So I guess so it's not I'm not mad at him at all. I'm disappointed because I'm like, yo, we family and we we close. We're in the fucking same city. And I'm like, you ain't never said anything. I you sh- I want you to be comfortable enough to say whatever you got to say to me cuz I know he was saying somebody
1: else. Like you feel me? Right. But like, like no 9 times out of 10. And this is honest God truth, like.
0: Cause I know. A be a lot clowning of people in your Yeah, like and we, the we thing clown is, each other, boy. I'ma clown
1: my dude. Like my friends, let know, like Keon, James, Stefan, Cam. Yeah. Everybody know y'all all know. Todd. Y'all all know. I'ma roast y'all. I'll roast you to 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 Stephan and I'ma roast yeah, you to
0: yeah. you too nigga. Yeah, yeah. I'ma roast your ass like for real bro we be we be clowning like me you know me Zaya Ricky Chris and DJ we be clowning one another like motherfucker when we was in Miami a couple months ago and stuff and it's the first time that all of us like brothers have been, been able to be together in the same place at the same time in several years, like you get two of us together or three of us, but not all of us together. It's always dope. Too. And so, right, and it's really dope, especially the older you get. But like uh, Chris, he's got a homeboy who I've met, but he hasn't met the rest of the other group or whatnot. And so, you know, the whole thing—we just fucking clown. There was at one point where Chris was bending over, and I took a picture of the top of his head because he going bald, and I sent it to everybody. <laughs> And, and like we just be clowning and shit. Like we was in a, we was in an Uber, and Zayah's like, and you know, uh, Chris losing his hair, so he ain't got a long time, bro, 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 You know, Zaya, <laughs> Zaya, same age, same as, 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 as Uncle Bro. It's all like, smooth as hell, bro. That nigga old as hell, but Zayah clowning everybody. We even talking about like Ricky. Everybody knows like Ricky's out the closet. He's gay. He's having a good time, and we just talking about him being gay and all that, and Chris's boy's like, oh, my God, like, what are they doing? Like, he said, bro, I thought y'all was going to, like, get in a fight at some point. I'm like, why? Like, that's that's how close friends talk to each other, bro. Like, we going to clown the shit out of each other. And then me and Chris, me and Chris, we we argue a bunch of times. And me and Chris get into an argument, cussing each other out. And he was so shocked, because the next morning, I go in Chris's hotel room and I had a bottle. I was like, you want me pour you a drink? And we're like, what are we gonna do? And we just talking regular. And he's like, bro, y'all just cussed each other out last Who night. We're cares. like, Bruh. Bruh. "Like, you feel me? Like, we like, okay, yeah, we cussed each other out. We gonna do it again, probably. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like,
1: it goes back to you really being true friends with dudes. Like, yep. you done really been through some shit with one of your homeboys. And when you was going through some shit, this just one of the niggas you reached out to. He gonna be there for me. He's gonna be there yes. for you, whether he can help you, Actually, in a situation, To help you verbally, like you know what I'm saying. If your true, like every friend in the in, the, I feel like this is me, this is my point. And I start to realize, every friend in the circle has a position. Yeah. And everybody has to play their position. It's not saying a nigga's better than a nigga. It's not saying a nigga's better than him at this. Everybody's well-rounded at one thing, mm-hmm. and I love that because like, it's certain things I can call like. If I need to get fly, I'm going to call one of my homeboys. Yep. If I need to talk to one of my homeboys about some financial shit, I'm going to call bro. If I need to talk to bro about, hey, man, I'm going to some shit right now, mm-hmm. I can call him. And I like that because, like, you feel me? Like, it makes everybody feel a part of everything because at the end of the day, I'm going to talk to bro about some shit on the main term, but then I bring everybody in else on it. But, like, I... I I know that if I reach out to him, mm-hmm. that advice that he's going to give me is really going to hit the points. It's really going to hit me to where I can really, like, learn from that.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how Zay is. Zay is, like, the very wise old dude that will call and, and be like, am I tripping that I did this or said that? And he's going to be very <clears throat> honest. He's going to be like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have said that. Or, no, nah, you good. Like, they, I feel like they bugging or whatnot. And, like, so, you know, like you said, everybody has their position we used to talk about this back in college, like when we'd have girls over. Everybody had their role when gr- a bunch of girls was over. Like I knew for me, I'm gonna be the funny one. I'm you gonna, gonna carry the, the, the conversation. Yeah. I'm gonna have girl. I'm. They're gonna be comfortable. Facts. They're gonna know that like, oh, they're it's not in the creeps. Same place, yeah. yeah like they're not. They're no, not, they're we're not here, creeps like We cool and all that. Like I'm gonna make them laugh. Yeah. And I'm gonna have like just fun conversation for us to be comfortable and stuff. I feel like that's me.
1: And it might be my nigga Kim. I could
0: see that, though, too. Let's keep
1: going, keep going. What do you feel like uh, Zaya is? Oh,
0: Zaya is the... He's the very laid-back and chill one. He's not going to talk a whole lot. But if there's... Let's say there's five chicks, at least one of them going to be like, hmm, I wonder what he thinking about. I'll play what that role, to too, though. And I don't know... Well, for me, you know... I don't know how to play that role whatsoever because I'm going to be talking You're to your you be ass. yourself. Yeah, I don't even... I yeah. can't even try to pretend to be the mysterious one. But Zayah will be the mysterious one a whole lot of times. And then you have Ricky is the wild one where we gonna have all the crazy stories about him and stuff. Like, we would always, because, first of all, this nigga, he's the same nigga that went on spring break one year, called a, first of all, Zayah calls me, story time. (laughs) (laughs) Zayah calls me, it's it's like three in the morning, and he calls me, bruh, uh, we're on spring break, so we home from school, but Ricky went on spring break to Panama City. And he calls me like, "Bro, did Ricky just call you? I said, yeah, this nigga just called me drunk as hell. He said, yeah, this nigga talking about he getting a tattoo. So he called me talking about, bro, I'm about to get a tattoo. We're like, yo, like, you're drunk. No, not, not that one. We got several where this nigga crazy. And so he's like, yeah, I'm about to get a tattoo, bro. It's gonna be crazy. We're like, bruh, like, you're drunk, don't do this. Nah, 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 I'm gonna do it, bye. It hangs up. So then, fast forward when we're back at school, and then I think Zayah brings it, was like, bruh, what tattoo did you get? This nigga got a tattoo on his ass. That says uh, PCB two K nine or something like that. Like he went and got a tattoo on his ass, bro. So we tell that story. Ricky, I'm on your nigga, ass. He's also <laughs> the same nigga. He's got he has YOLO tattooed on, on his, his lip flip. inside his lip in there. He got his nipples pierced, and I went with this nigga when he got his nipples pierced, which is funny as hell. <laughs>
1: like, I know
0: it's yeah, and, and it's the same nigga that we would go to the movie theater he has a flask. He would be drinking out of a flask and with like some wino hey, or bro, something. Hey, bro, I ain't never heard of that shit. Oh, Ricky, no, Ricky was doing that back you're in college. you a fucking goat. Ricky, Ricky was doing that back in, back in <laughs> 2009, fucking bro. Goat. Like, yeah. his. I think DJ, I think we got him a flask for Christmas one year with his initials engraved, RD, on there, bro. Like, Ricky a wild boy. So that was, that was his movement. role. And then he also could sing. And so we would always bring it up because there would always be at least two of the chicks that would be like, oh my God, can you sing Let Us hear!" So we would tell the wild stories about Ricky. I need you in the studio. And he okay. would sing some songs or whatever, which he lives 10 minutes from her, bro. Just throwing it out there.
1: What the fuck?
0: So... And then, so, Zay was the mysterious, chill one, not talking too crazy, but might say He'll something. He'll say some funny He'll shit. He'll say some funny shit out of nowhere. <laughs> then, like I said, I'm the funny one. I'm carrying a conversation, being goofy, and I'm breaking up the different stories about each person. And then Ricky's the one that, he's the wild boy, and he can sing, and we're going to have all the crazy stories for him. And then Chris is the, he's the wholesome one in the group, he's the, the youngest one that we tease. And they're like, oh, don't tease Ricky. Like, blah. I mean, uh, tease Chris. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So we all. Y'all not t- finna do my nigga Chris, I mean, though. Shit. Chris, Chris, that's hey, why I ain't I know, gonna lie. I yeah.
1: really fuck with all your friends, though. Like, I've, at every point in my life, y'all met them. It, I know you remember when I came and stayed with you niggas.
0: Oh, yeah, during the summer. <laughs> Cause I was, a, the summer? I was like a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah, you was young. I was a young. No, I was probably. No, nah, you had to be, like, 15, 16. Yeah, I was probably, like, a I was in Because I was in grad school at the time, so this was, like, 2011 or 12.
1: That was my freshman year then. Okay. That was before I went and started going to freshman football practice. It was either practice.
0: summer 2011 or summer 2012. It when it was 2011,
1: because, uh, um, okay. actually, I started practicing with the varsity industry, Oh, okay.
0: But... Yeah, you came down there that summer You stayed for about, what, two or three, about three days or something when we I had was that apartment.
1: I was fucking with it. I was fucking with it. it was was fucking with Bro, it. we was having fun. <laughs> I
0: didn't want to be, like, too wild when he was there. I'm like, I don't know what I... <laughs> cuz cuz also I knew I'm like a lot I feel like I'm like I was like a lot of my family don't know how wild I really am to be honest that you
1: really like this the stuff you've t- you DJs told me You niggas <laughs> really be on butt. oh we, just, we just, and
0: what on butt means it's a, like, yeah, a little time
1: yeah it's a little time it means like you niggas was going crazy y'all was tripping like, yeah
0: we bro we was having hella house parties. I remember we'd have house parties and the next morning we wake up and it's like blue jean prints all on the walls from from niggas getting twerked on by chicks and shit like and it and it be like niggas standing in chairs so the butt prints is like halfway up the wall from they getting twerked on bro we it's a lot of south pole jean stains in bro the a lot of still. south pole jabol jeans jabols <laughs> levi 501 on it be like 2 3 weeks later after we've had a house party and like we vacuuming so we move the couch out or something and we like bro what is this bottle of vodka doing back here like who found this bottle of vodka this shit wild as hell touchdown like right. so <laughs> i think but i will say i think from, just from my social media a lot of people will be like wheels a wild boy just from my social media like girls be, girls think that i get so many chicks because I will say I will post a picture of me like kissing a uh, somebody on the cheek, giving somebody a kiss, and I had to learn my lesson. That fucks my life up, bro. These went, Don't you have a girlfriend? No, bitch. I was just kissing this hoe. Like, but you can't like. <laughs> so I had to learn my lesson. I'm yeah, like, yeah, like, like, I'm bro. I should know shit. better than that. I yeah, should know yeah. better.
1: <laughs> if you single, bro, you like. If you promote that, like, I feel like you like trapping yourself. Like, not saying like trapping yourself, but like. What you mean? What I mean is like, say you, you know, people know you single, but yeah. one night you fucked up. Fuck it. I'm posting this motherfucker. Oh, shit. Like, hold on. I'm that's show, why right? you need close friends. Because you need to make you a close
0: friend. I don't have the energy for, to create. I don't even know. I, I don't want to go through all the people to put them on my clothes. First of all, close friends. I get mad Look, that when someone has me on their close friends. And they don't, like, I'm, if a girl has me with her close friends, I'm thinking it's going to be some nudity and shit, and they just sitting they eating don't some don't even be balls. all like, look, like, look, this girl's on her close friends, she just posting. Just posting a, a Kalani lyric. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, bro, with the Like, with bro, the, with bro the I posted, friends. so y'all yeah, can't see this, but I posted that, and that had me off of the people. I mean, cuz. It looked like a relationship post, don't Cuz. <laughs> close friends that motherfucker owned the story. And she fine too. So that really fucked it up. And I had like 150 likes. Then I had all these women. Don't you have a boy, a girlfriend? So you should fall back.
1: And he's wondering why they're saying what they're saying. That
0: does, you know, I ain't gonna lie, that does look like a relationship post. You might want to archive that. (laughs) Go ahead and archive But also, the crazy thing is, but you know, women love a man that's in a relationship that they makes them do, more interested in you but like. I
1: don't like that y'all sick for that shit cause it's that's wild. not cool like because it's a lot of niggas is not disciplined and then they, uh, yeah. then they end up fucking over a female then later on in life you get a and a lot of females like I'm not saying all of them not just females a lot of people in general can't like let go of pain let go of like traumatic actually I think a lot of
0: now. and I know you're coming from a guy cause you date women So we're not saying that men don't do that. But we're straight men that date women, so I can't really give you the perspective on all the dudes all the time, which all of the humans, we all pretty much the fucking same. We all do the same shit. But, just for the sake of this conversation, I'm letting y'all know, we just talking about us and our experiences with women. Yeah, don't, just so don't y'all know take this for
1: everyone else. Like, it's not what that is. This is <laughs> like a vague...
0: But like, I do think people have a... like uh, it's, People do have a rough time letting go of hurt, you know? And it's the same when you get on Twitter. I was talking about this the other day. My like, niggas is always talking about their exes. Like, God goddamn, if y'all don't let, y- let go of y'all exes, men and women just constantly, my ex this, my ex that... I'm like, you not ready to fucking move on. Like, God dang.
1: You know what the thing is, bro? Like, and I'm going to say this, like, on some real shit, because I went through this personally. Like, a lot of people from, like, now, they don't know what it's like to really get time to themselves. Like, take a long time. Yeah. Really, like, rebuild themselves. Yep. Basically, like, rebrand yourself as a human. Like, they don't take the time to do that. And that's, like, key... And developing yourself to be like not saying eternally happy, not saying you could be eternally happy, but that's not like you gotta brand yourself and program your brain to be happy within. You, you know do. What I'm saying? You do though. And the uh, thing is I had to realize like I was like before I was with a girl like when I was from like fucking seventh grade on and off to like after that even after 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 high school, so I went through that on and on. But I just like. I never truly, like, found myself because I was always in something. Mm. So, like, I never took the time to really, like, step back and find myself and understand my worth as a human and what I can bring to yep. the table and what my strong suit is by myself and what my strong suit is with other people in reaction. Because, like, I realized me as a human, like, I'm more of, a, like, a leader. I-, I hold, like, a leadership role. I don't try to, like, boss people around. I don't try to Act like I'm better than the next man, but the the role I hold with like my friends and and like relationships that I'm in lately, like since really it really became from it really came from doing my profession that I do, like being an engineer, bro. Being on my own, having a, like I'm not a person that really like talking to people. I don't really like fooling with a, lot, a whole lot of humans. Yeah. And the fact that I have to do that every day to get paid. It's not just, it's more than just getting paid. Like, for me, it's for the music. So I'm going to make that sacrifice, even though I'm uncomfortable, but I'm starting to break away from that. Like, I'm starting to molt away from that. I'm molting away from that old way and them old habits. Now I'm starting to do that. I'm starting to open up to people. Like, I'm starting to be more receptive and be more adaptive to who I'm fooling with. I can't treat everyone the same. Like I'm starting to just learn stuff like faster than what I I would learn shit like before I'm like solely on my own because like I literally every dollar that I make it's 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 cultivated for me it's how much I, like like you said earlier when you in the gym and nobody's in there how many hours I'm putting in when nobody's here yep. after my sessions or what am I'm doing to perfect my mixing. How am I doing yep. this? How am I doing that? Like, I really put in those hours because I really, like, like, I don't, I know, like, in our family, like, you really the first one and Janae is the first one to start with the college spree where we're graduating from college. We got our degree. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we have a special, something that we specialize in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I took that as well. I tried to go, I didn't like it as well. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't as good as with it and then finished it like you all did. So I found my own lane. Yep. And now that everybody, all of us have our own lane, it's like our lives are, like, so much easier. It like, is. it feels, like, so much when less you, stress on when us. you find
0: your lane and live in it, life feels a lot easier. And, like, you feel like, damn, I think I'm doing the shit I'm supposed to be doing. Like, that yeah. feels good. Like, I'm doing the shit I'm supposed to be doing. And I
1: wake up. I don't have no regrets. Like, I come, like, like literally, bro. Like, I probably work, like, every day. Mm-hmm. I'm in here about 8 to 12 hours.
0: And that's dope. Bro. Like, it's a fucking job. It's your real job. Like it's my and that's, job. And that's fucking dope as hell, bro. Like, it's when you find what you truly enjoy and you just want to work hard at it and you're there... Well, yeah, you're tired, of course, but it doesn't feel like a job. It's work, but it's not a job.
1: Tired, even when you don't have something Like, I'm not gonna say, and I'm gonna speak for anybody, and this is for everybody. Even when it's a time where, like, you in a job that you don't care about, you don't right. like, you still have to push all the way through, because at the end of the day, it's something. Like, out of it that you're gaining that's bigger than you. Yeah. Like, when I started, like, observing stuff, I started looking at stuff, like... And I was talking to the girl that I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm messing with right now. Like, I was explaining to her, like, it's just bigger than me. I'm not doing this shit, shit just for me. I'm doing this for my little brother. I'm doing this for my mom, my family. Like, because... Like, y'all don't understand how much of a legacy I'm about to build for everybody. Yeah. But this is really about to be some big shit, bro. Like, this is really about to be something. I'm doing this for everybody, bro. Like, I know, like, I'm going to get money out of it and all this and yada, yada, yada. But it's the fact that one day I'm going to be able to take all of our immediate family somewhere. and Like, we on just, a trip or on something. On a trip. Private yeah. jet. Y'all don't got to worry about shit. I don't care about nothing. Let's go, I booked this yeah. out. We're gonna have fun, we just gonna live it up. Like, it's gonna be a time I'm gonna be able to do that. Yeah. But the thing is, like, like y'all don't, everybody don't know, I've been doing this shit since I was 12 years old. Yep. I made my first song when I was 12. I was in the sixth grade. Um. Since then, bro, it's just like, I just been going. Like, I've been recording myself at home, came to the studio, like I explained earlier, and, like, this is really what I, I really want to do. And I wouldn't choose nothing else to do. Like... So,
0: moral of the story is, um... If you can, find something that you fucking enjoy and it feels good. It can be anything. Because it, it doesn't... it doesn't, can be it, photography. Yeah, it can be anything. Coaching. Coaching. Uh, shit. If you just love delivering mail, deliver the fuck out of some mail, my nigga. Like, shout out. All right, so, new question. New question. Um... If you would start making a movie, a biopic about your life, what song are you using to walk in on? What's the song you're gonna walk through the door on at the beginning of the movie? Mm-hmm, it's a little hard, ain't it? It is. Mm-hmm, because I feel like me, I would use Jay-Z Allure from the Black album, because that Can shit is Can I ask you one question, cuz? Yeah, go ahead. Give me a song that's not hip-hop. A song that's not hip-hop? Computer Love. Okay. May use that. Computer Why Computer love. love, though? I don't know, because I think I like the I energy. I'm gonna break you down. Like, you break up. I'm gonna like, break <laughs> you down, kids. Let's go. I like the energy of the song. So, like, the beginning of my movie... It would be like mm-hmm. a uh, like a mm-hmm. kickback or a barbecue with mm-hmm. all the family. Mm-hmm. And I'm like probably mm-hmm. 15, 16 years old or whatever. So it's all the family in the backyard at, at some kind of barbecue or whatnot. And Computer Love is playing because that's the energy I remember from my childhood. So something around that nature of an 80s r and song from our parents' generation, but that we grew up listening to. So that's gonna be playing at the beginning of my uh, at the beginning of my biopic. The beginning of mine, I would say, it
1: have to be in the air tonight by Phil Collins.
0: So. Oh shit! Okay. yeah Ooh, Shit! Why that one? That's a good. Wait a minute, real quick. Do you know what rap group sampled that song for their rap song? I feel like it was Bone Thugs. Yes, okay. Bone Thugs okay. coming home. I think yeah. is what it was called. Yeah. yeah, my nigga. Oh shit! Okay, I don't... my nigga. <laughs> no, a little bit,
1: <laughs> but uh. That song, like, okay, and I'm gonna just tell everybody this, cause I ain't never even heard this out before. This is like some live shit right now. Probably like, okay, so I moved into the crib with my one uh, of my best friends. I've been cool with for a long time. The crib we uh, grew up in, really made ourselves in, like we, feel me, we rented out from the mom, like all of that, yada yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, like, it's probably like six months ago, four and five months ago. Like, my grand my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago, and then he was really close to me. He was really close to all of us, but like, to me like. Nah, y'all had a very unique relationship.
0: Yeah, like. You definitely, you was the one <laughs> that really like, chilled him out like you yeah. could get away more with him than the rest of us could where finally for you he was just like alright All right, I'm done like we couldn't get away I remember I got in trouble one time for making a barbecue sauce sandwich like I got in trouble for that shit Marcus <laughs> would never get in trouble you and Janae, you and Janae would never get in trouble I, like, Janae, I don't
1: know how Janae was when she was young but she's nice like Janae's always like a pleasant Present, yeah, yeah, all right. yeah. to I'm, me, yeah, to I you. know you are brother, yeah, but yeah, bro, yeah, like, sure. damn,
0: but no, you and Janae could get away with stuff with Uncle Brad that the rest of us couldn't. But by the time he got to you, was
1: he really was just, just like, 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 whatever.
0: Right. I'm like, just because it's the same way I would explain, and a lot of people might not know this comparison, but Rick Pitino with Russ Smith. Russ Smith used to do some crazy shit. shit. He was doing crazy shit on the court, bro. Like, and it was okay. Rick, Rick Pitino with him, he would have never allowed that years ago. From nobody else. But Russ is out there jacking up shots, doing all kind of crazy shit. And Rickford was like, you know, I fuck with this nigga though. It's like, all. Right. Don't it's all. Right. We're gonna let him slide. And that's the same Uncle was like. Shout out to I'm... Russ,
1: cause I had him in a studio I recording him. Shout out For to real? him. For real. Hey, shout yeah. out to Russ. Like, because shout he followed
0: Russ. me on Twitter randomly. I, I didn't even follow him yet on Twitter. He's and actually he a cool me, dude. And he seems like a very well when he posted those pictures of him at Waffle House all the time, that's when I knew it was like this. He's nigga, like, man. okay.
1: The like, he, yeah, he's not like a big head guy. Like he's a real like. Moderate. He's chill. Yeah. he was on
0: Good Morning America uh, last cool. week also with oh, for a real? segment with his father because you know his father. Like everybody knows his father back up in New York, I think, and all that. And he like surprised his father with something I can't remember. But yeah, he they was on Good Morning America. Last his, week. I
1: think he got his own bourbon company now. He does. So shout out to bro for. Matter sure. of
0: fact, cause Coach P Rick Pitino posted a, a tweet about it and a picture last okay, week okay. about it. So shout yeah. out. So um, you know what we're yeah. gonna. We're gonna let him finish the story off oh, yeah, and then
1: the we're song, gonna end the segment. So the song, yeah. yeah, just because like um, that's a that's a that's a that's one of my grand my grandfather's favorite songs. He put me on the Phil Collins very young, and like Phil Collins, like, it's like really therapeutic music. It is. And I feel like it gets you like ready for whatever you in the air tonight. Like, if you ever get a chance to look up Phil Collins in the air tonight if you never ever heard it in your lifetime, I promise you. You've heard it, that you shit. ever seen
0: Hangover. You probably thought he was black when you heard the song, but Phil white Collins guy. is white, then a motherfucker. He's not even
1: from here.
0: Yeah, but, I think he's uh, British, right?
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what that song really comes back to. It really, like, when I play that song, it pays a lot of homage to my grandfather. Like, like I said, like, a couple months ago, like, I really, like, went in my living room. Like, I'm just sitting on my couch. Like, I just broke down. Like, I literally yeah. just, like, let all of it out. We've like, I have never there. had that moment in my lifetime where shit just, like, bricks. Yeah. But I finally let it out. So, like, it just, I feel more relieved now. And I feel like he's at peace. Like, I wasn't really, like, settled with it at first. But, like, it's a blessing that God was able to come to me at that moment and settle me with that moment. Settle me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Help me grieve in an in a easy, in a, in a way that was for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not in a rush manner. Cause y'all know, like, I didn't really cry too much. I did, but, like, I held it together. Like, I'm really, like, a a plain person when it comes to emotions. But, like, I just thank God for that moment because if it wasn't for that moment, like, I wasn't... I wouldn't be able to express how I am right now. Like, this fucking podcast would be dead. Like... Yeah. It just, like, opened me up and changed me as a human. Like, I evolved as a human, and I'm very thankful for that. Like, for real, very thankful for that. Like, for real.
0: Hey, man, shout-out to Uncle Bro. For real. He like, yeah. he's a dope person, dog. Like, he's true... Truly the OG, yo, like... Like, he, he's a he,
1: real OG.
0: He taught me, showed me one Thanksgiving when they came to Florida and we was on the beach. We was on the beach smoking cigars and drinking bourbon, bro. That was a dope-ass memory. But he's like, no, just uh, dip the tip of the cigar into the bourbon, and then you light it and inhale it. And I'm like, this shit is, yeah, that shit fire, bro. Like, hey, that.
1: look, I, he yeah. didn't want me to smoke, so... Yeah,
0: Uncle bro. I remember... Time. Him. He was there alive, was...
1: I wasn't smoking.
0: Nigga, there was one time, so I had posted, It's when I was uh, just graduated from grad school, and I posted a picture of me and these three chicks around me, and I was, like, holding the girl's titty in my hand. I posted it. He called me immediately. Uh, what, nephew, what I tell you about posting this kind of stuff? You need to delete that right now. You trying to get a job. On oh, his Facebook? You trying to do that. Yeah, he, he, yeah, man, he, he saw it on Facebook, wing. and he I'm immediately called me back in, gun. I was oh, yeah, probably 24 man. or 25 at the time. And he was going off on me. I was like, yes, sir. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll delete it right now. And anybody who knew him, Uncle Bro's the most chill. He's so chill and laid back. Just, he's, if bourbon, if called bourbon called? was a was personality. A human, that would be my good yes. <laughs> because Yeah, if bourbon was a human. No real talk. Yeah. You know he, how that
1: bourbon hits you. And like it's you so, ready yeah. and you just get it and you just like,
0: hmm. Yeah, you just chill and lay back. That's him. Uncle Bro is jazz and bourbon human Jazz and bourbon human All right, we're going to end this segment. We're going to come back with the last ses- segment. Uh, we're going to do some rapid fire and some trivia games. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back, folks. All right, so... That we was doing rapid fire questions and we only asked one question so we are gonna finish that off um, what is what would you say if you had to pick a month to match your personality what month is that? November you only said it cause it's your birthday
1: cause that's who I am
0: well, so what does no- November, no- November say about your personality? how what? does that match up?
1: I consider like November like like we halfway cold, but we halfway warm. You feel know me? You like transform, like transferring into the seasons. So like, a lot of a lot of me, like I'm really like to myself. So I feel like that's the cold part. But at the same time, I want to be open and want to be warm. And I'm a presentable person, somebody that can get along with very well, and everybody can cope, like infinitely, just mesh with. That's the warm side.
0: Okay. Um, pineapple and pizza? Yes or no? Yes, always. <laughs> what's your okay? What's the go-to pizza? What toppings is on there? Like, I really get a pizza with barbecue sauce. See, I hate the burn. I don't know why. I just don't like barbecue sauce. Cheese, chicken, and pineapple. Bust down. So for me, pineapple, chicken. Spinach and mm. then peppers and onions.
1: I don't see. I'm not a big peppers and onions. Type oh, you know dude. I
0: love. Give me some. You fuck with the veggies. You already know. I'm shit. not a big veggie guy. Um, I got one. Uh, go to porn category. Mmm. <laughs> Amateur. Big booty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Because the porn, if I'm. Scrolling or something, and some interracial porn. I don't even like looking at white and black porn, bro. I don't want to I'm see. Not a, looking at no white meat, bro. Dick. I do not I'm want. Not you know at that what? Shit. I'm not even trying to look at the niggas' meat in general, but right. you know what
1: I'm
0: saying? i would rather. But, but if team. it's white, nigga, like I do not want to see a black woman sucking a white man's dick. That's that's a no no. I don't wanna... no
1: this to nobody who get down like that. But when I be looking, I be like, huh, bro, what?
0: Like why? Like, why? This is why. Bruh, if you, could, if you could start a secret society, what kind of secret society would you start? What would it be based in? Um, I don't I'm going to start a secret society of just the best chicken wings. Roll or like, this roll for you right here. Bust down. <laughs> Shout out to Kroger. Have you ever had Publix chicken
1: wings? Publix, uh-uh. I ain't never Nigga. got wings from Publix. Pup? Nigga. Fried?
0: Nigga. Bust down? nigga they okay. they got their chicken wings is better than a lot of restaurants chicken wings bro like that shit <clears throat> all right if you were putting together an album what five people would you have working on it you songwriters singers rappers all that band or whoever you putting five people together to work on an album who are those five people first of all
1: as far as sound engineering and production i want mike dean okay that's mike right.
0: dean that's one
1: second Zaytovin. Okay, Zaytovin. Third, I love Pierre Bourne. Pierre oh, my, Bourne. Who's that one now? Pierre Bourne. Hey, yo
0: Pierre, you wanna come out here?
1: Oh. He ah, yeah. <laughs> He rapped too though. He rapped too. He's okay. hard. Okay. Okay. Right. See, I'll get him on the rapping and the producing tip. We'll okay. make beats together and rap together. Um
0: set 5, right?
1: Yep. So that's three. Um, actually, bro, I actually call Shawty Red.
0: Shawty Red on the track. <laughs> <laughs> I actually <to> call it <laughs>
1: Shawty Red. Shawty Red, Gucci Man, because Gucci Man's one of my favorite niggas in all, in every, in any, any category. So those are the facts. So Gucci. No, that
0: was that was three. You said Gucci, Shawty Red. Mike Dean, Zaytoven, Zaytoven, and Pierre. That's oh, five. Oh, that's five. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a hello. That's a hello out. That's like a weird mixture, though. It'll probably be dope.
1: Damn. Now you may want to take somebody out. I'm gonna take Gucci out. I love Gucci, but no, I'm gonna take Shawty Red out. I'm gonna take Shawty
0: Red out. And add who? I'm at Pharrell. Oh for oh shit. Okay. I'm have for Pharrell. All right. That that really turns it up. man. if you could have an extra body part, what would it be? Extra body part. What if I can have like a clone? That's not an extra body part. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other human. <laughs> Nigga, that's a whole other human being. Oh, <laughs> uh, extra body part. I wish I could have two brains. Two brains? Okay. Is that a, really a body We'll take it. I don't know if it's a it body part, not. Like, I got nah, it. That's all. Well, for the sake of this, we'll it's a fucking it. body part. It's a chicken and liquor. Hour, the reason so who why the fuck I want to have
1: two brains is because, like, I be stressed the fuck out, dude. Like, for real. Like, (laughs) recording is a lot. It's a big process. Working with artists, being able to change and how I act with this guy, how I treat this guy. It's just like a lot on the human, on the human aspect. Well,
0: you know what? That helps with this next question. If you could spend 20 hours, 24 hours with a clone of yourself, what would you do? 24 hours clone of yourself, what are you doing? I'll do double of what I'm doing right now. Double so you sessions, just be doing the same thing you're doing now, but just sessions. twice?
1: And guess what? when that clone merges back to me, I'll just learn shit that he just learned on his own. I got more knowledge and I got more skill and more practice. That's really what I'm worried about. It's gonna overall affect okay. my whole craft. If I had a clone,
0: my clone would always, like, I would have, a, I would get, like, a part-time job, so, and then my clone will go to the part-time job when I'm, so when I'm at home chilling, if I'm recording a podcast, if I'm napping, if I'm at the gym, She's getting my money. clone is getting money, so I'm going to make That's why I'm saying the same with me. <laughs> That's why I said,
1: when I'm doing this, and they can run a session the same time as me, while I'm not, he can run a session when
0: I'm not running on the same vice versa as you. Who had, what TV show has the dopest theme song? Samurai Jack. Oh damn. Okay. See, we talking generations right think? now. Well, I'm picking between Fresh Prince, Jamie Fox show. Oh, but smart oh, smart guy. Smart shit, guy. And cousin Skeeter. I ain't gonna sound like sister sisters. Damn, that's up there too. It's hard. Oh I mean, Fresh Prince going is the with Samurai OG. Samurai Jack. I'm going with Samurai Jack. Fresh Prince is the OG though, I will say that. All right. That's um, too typical. Oh, it do, but it is a hit, it's, typical, it's still a I, hit. Just say, like, I just
1: recorded a dude on a song with one of my producers. Shout out to Young Diesel. He remade
0: uh, Fresh Prince 502B. That beat goes hard. Because you could play Fresh Prince in the club and people be like, oh, shit. And start jamming to it. They're not going to look at you crazy. Um, All right, switching
1: on the trivia that juice. I ain't going to lie. It's in these hot sauce got my mouth on, honey. You got
0: that hot sauce. Uh, what artist has the most BET awards? Let me know if you want multiple choice or not. Now, try to guess it before I give you multiple choice. What artist has the well, most? like the awards? years span? I mean, think B Two War started in two thousand one, so it's artists over the last twenty years.
1: I'm gonna say it's either Ludacris.
0: Really, Ludacris, bro? <laughs> Nigga, that's the person you, Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? little wait. <laughs> This <laughs> nigga said, "Hold this nigga said Jay Z. It's Jay Z. That makes more sense. Jay Z. You going with Jay Z? Yeah. Close. Beyonce. Uh, ah, yeah. right. <laughs> Close. close. It was close. This nigga said ludicrous, Bro, I'm uh, excuse me. I'm cracking up. This nigga said ludicrous. Luda. Um. All right. Let me uh, we gonna switch uh subjects basically. Uh, what is the highest traffic time? for porn site visits. Is it it's multiple choice. Highest traffic time for porn site visits. And the what span? Listen the hour? Listen. The Saturdays at 10 PM, Mondays at 8 a.m. Fridays at 9 p.m. or Sunday at eleven p.m. Do you want those again? Um I'm gonna go with Friday
1: because if nine times out of ten not saying everybody that watch porn don't get no butt, but as I say, some of the. But at the moment, if you watch a porn, you're not getting no butt. So nine no, well, times I tell you, you don't got nowhere to go. So it's gonna be a Friday night.
0: Sunday, you okay. going to work tomorrow. So you're going with Friday at nine. Uh huh. Correct. Friday at nine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. It's Friday at nine. <laughs> yes, sir, Ski. Uh. All right. We know. Let's. Um. What is a song that you need that is a must for your uh, sex playlist? What song you gotta have on there? You gotta think about this one. This, one, like <laughs> this nigga. Father.
1: <singing> you oh, slow jams. <laughs> nah, nah now right. slow I was just jam. thinking about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Uh, I ain't gonna stand. That's typical, but but uh, Between the Sheets by the Isley Brothers. I ain't gonna lie. That,
0: makes sense to me.
1: That's my shit.
0: <laughs> it makes sense to
1: Anything me. Anything Isley Brothers
0: is my shit. What goes in the alcoholic drink for horsemen? What, what the, four drinks go into that? a four horseman? They're all dark liquors. I'll give you I'll give you one. I got one question okay. before I answer. Yes. Is whiskey and bourbon
1: the same thing? No.
0: Techn, no, they're different. So bourbon is made in Kentucky, whiskey's made in Tennessee. Oh. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Whiskey, bourbon. Can you think of the brands? Cause you're basically right when you say whiskey and bourbon. Jack. Okay, Jack. That's uh, correct. um, What's the other one? All of them are bourbons and whiskeys. Jim Beam. Yes, Jim Beam and Jack. Um. Old Forster. Nope. Uh, Um. They all start with J. Damn. Yeah, he he don't know now. Uh you going to tell me the other two. Jameson. Oh, I've not heard
1: about Jameson because I get a uh, green t shot. Yeah, so Jameson and Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, I've never had that. No, no, I fucking It's up. okay. <laughs> it's that okay. don't sound like it's... Yeah. <laughs> sound like Buddy made that in the backyard. Hey,
0: I'm going to let you know this, though. It's good, though.
1: You know what's dangerous? A fucking Bumba. A Boomba. A Bumba, whatever. Oh, Yeah. Around. Fuck Lil Wayne. Oh my I, that's gosh. my nigga. But nigga, that drink is diesel. That motherfucker is dangerous, bro. Like, the, the boom, B-U-M-B-U-X-O.
0: Drink it at home, please. Um, These two rappers went to the same high school in Pittsburgh. They're two years apart, though. Who are these two rappers? One is Wiz Khalifa.
1: You would give the
0: what? Uh, uh, yeah, that's why I gave you that one. Is it fucking currency? Mm. No. He's from Louisiana. Okay. Uh, and he's older.
1: You said two years? Fucking They're, Macklemore or some shit? Close.
0: Just by the name, Mac Miller. Oh. Yeah, rest in peace, that. Mac Miller. One of my favorite rappers of all time, actually. I didn't know he was from Pittsburgh. I forgot. See, you should know this, uh, Mr. Rapper. Blue Slap Park. That's my shit. This is very true. Um Hold on, I got one more. We're gonna do one more question. Let me find a. Let me find a really uh, really good question. Mm. What rapper uh was a walk-on a walk on at St. John's University basketball team before focusing on rapping? I want the 2000s. I say Master P. No. He played for the Toronto Raptors. I'm not to, yeah, I'm about to let you get some more guesses cuz. He said
1: a walk on. He was a walk Saint on at John. St. John's
0: University before focusing on rapping. Was it two chains? Two chains did play basketball at school, but this one he didn't walk on at St. John's. St. John's. Give me some guesses. Um He's a current rapper, so he's still rapping right now. Um, let me see. I don't. If I tell you where he's from, you're gonna. He's from the South. I'll say that. He's from the South and not Atlanta. <laughs> <clears throat> in Florida. Think there's basketball in this. He's he's been out for over ten years. Over ten years at least. Big Crit. No. He's from from Mississippi, but uh, he didn't play basketball, though. That nigga's huge. But he didn't play basketball. Uh, It's from the same era as Big Crit, though. J. Cole. Yes, J. Cole. Yeah, Yeah. he did
1: play. He did. I didn't know he was from St. John's, though. Yeah,
0: St. John's. That's crazy. That nigga really
1: got buckets.
0: Yeah, St. John's. (laughs) All right, so um, we're going to end it with this. What's something that you can say for the culture? Give us something, a funny anecdote, a inspiration, motivation, a quote you live by, a mantra, whatever it is. Leave us uh, something for the culture.
1: Man. (laughs) Like I always say, you can't control everything in life. You can only control what you do and your actions. So, this is sum it up, I always say you know what it is and you know what it was, like, you know what I mean? You You know know what
0: it it is, you know know what it it was. All right, well, it's been the homeboy, the cousin, my nigga, Mark So Fly, Lil' Marcus. Thank you for being on here. I
1: appreciate Uh, you for having me. We'll do
0: it again. Appreciate it. This has been fun and uh, dope, great conversation. Appreciate you for being here. Appreciate all you motherfuckers for listening to another hour Another two hours, another three hours of chicken and liquor hour. It's been a blessing. Y'all be dope. Y'all be blessed. Uh, Love. Fuck y'all. Love y'all. Be blessed. Peace out, niggas.